Hello and welcome to Mashley the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And uh, we've seen a new documentary uh, about uh, two city folk who <laughs> go out and decide to become farmers. It's called The Biggest Little Farm, and Ashley's going to tell us about it. Right. So The Biggest Little Farm is indeed a, a documentary directed by uh, John Chester. And it is about um, his um, struggles to build an ideal, sustainable farm in California, um, along with his wife, Molly. And their goal is to create this farm and have it exist kind of in harmony with nature. Um, but there are, are all kinds of problems that they face. And the documentary um, um, shows us how they manage to tackle all these various issues. and. How successful they are or aren't and so what did you think about it <laughs> um I, I i like this um, it's, it, i found it really interesting um it it starts i think in 2010 or something um i, I found it interesting they they very much i mean and john chester is a is a video journalist i think uh, mm-hmm. that kind of shows because it, it seems like from the very beginning of this concept that they had i mean they 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 photographed quite a bit, you know, mm-hmm. videos, quite a bit of, of this uh, process. Um, but, you know, they had this dog named Todd <laughs> who kept barking and they couldn't, they were going to get kicked out of their apartment. And, um, and you can hear our, our cat uh, <laughs> speaking to that. But um, so they were getting evicted because their dog was not, you know, shutting up. So they uh, decided to go out on a farm. And you know where it didn't matter how how loud their dog was, and yeah, I, I it, it's interesting. I think I don't know. I won't say all of us, but I think a lot of people, and I would probably put myself in this category, depending on the day, have this dream of maybe getting away from you mm-hmm. know uh, sort of the the hustle and bustle of you know city life or urban life, and maybe becoming more self sufficient and not having to you know be quite in the in the thick of things mm-hmm. so much so the that aspect of this um certainly appealed to me um of course they encounter a lot of issues um and that of course makes for a lot of the, the bulk of the of the, the drama in this documentary mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know but those are some of my initial thoughts what did you think yeah so i i enjoyed this quite a bit um you know they had kind of this storybook and they, they talk about it in the, in the movie. They have kind of this storybook idea of, um, you know, this farm with cows and sheep and chickens. And, and when they start to actually do it, there's a harsh reality that they have to face. And I, I'm kind of in love with the storybook version, and I don't know that I would be able to um, actually implement it. But it's fascinating to, to see their process and, and how they were able to do it. Um, I think if you love, if you love animals, if you love nature, I think you'll really appreciate this film. Um, I I enjoyed how um, the film explores the farm's relationship with nature and how they had to um, work really hard to keep their farm thriving while still keeping um, in mind how the farm related to the rest of you know the rest of the environment around them um it's fascinating to see um how they turned what was essentially 
dead land when they bought it um, into um, this thriving farm. And I think the, you know, the cinematography is really good. It's, it's a really beautiful film. And once they have the farm all um, going, you know, in full force, it, it's just a really beautiful place. And, um, yeah, I really loved the way that they tried to get the different elements of the farm to work together to make it sustainable um, and use the thoughtful ways to, to handle the, the problems that they found or that they encountered. You know, <clears throat> like, your first instinct is to kill the coyotes, but then it turns out, oh, you know, the coyotes have their own place on the farm. It's just a matter of um, how you manage them. And um, so, you know, and yeah. So there's a rodent problem. There, how are you going to handle that without, you know, using poisons and all kinds of stuff? They're, they just find natural ways to deal with all these issues. And I, I just found it pretty fascinating. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you remember the name of the guy who helped them? Uh, it's it's escaping me. At yeah, the that's my problem too. And I've been looking here and I can't seem to find it. But they had a guy who who helped them out quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning and through some of the the time there that that they were doing this. Um, who it, it was sort of his his idea about making this a balanced ecosystem, mm-hmm. um, which you know, like I said, is fascinating. And, and the name of this is Apricot Lane Farms. Um, it's like 200 acres, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, the, the, the in, and in, in every documentary, I mean, any any film period, but mm-hmm. documentaries particularly, I mean, they always kind of focus on what they want to focus on, yes. and they have a, they, you know, they do yes. have a story that they are trying to drive. And yes. Things. That, <laughs> but the thing I was really curious about that they didn't focus on a lot mm-hmm. was how do they get the money for this, and yes. exactly how much. Yes. They had a thing sort of after they mentioned how like this dog was causing them to be evicted, mm-hmm. and then they decided to pursue this. You know, they did mention how they needed to raise money for it. And they and they said they needed it, and I think they used the term investors. And they had a cute little, very brief scene mm-hmm. where it was like a party, and a bunch of their friends were there, and they were all wearing pig snout noses, mm-hmm. and they were, oh, ha, 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 this is so funny, and our friends helped us raise us money. And then they moved on completely. The next thing right. you know, they purchased the land. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. How, how did you get all this money? <laughs> Who gave you this money? Yes. And, and it's really not, I wasn't wanting to know that because, you know, necessarily for them, but I was, I mean, again, I'm sitting here sort of being, you know, finding all this very intoxicating mm-hmm. and like, it's like, well, how much would it really cost to do this? Uh, and they don't really, they don't really tell you, they don't yeah. really dwell on that. Well, n- no, they don't. And, and also, if you'll remember <laughs> the first year they face all these problems and they said like in the first few months or six months or whatever, they blew through the, the first year's budget. Yep. And, <laughs> and so my thought was okay. What are the repercussions of this? And you're never told. You no, know, you're never told. So I don't feel like this documentary is being completely open. <laughs> I don't completely trust this documentary, and you know that's why you know I would I'm knocking a couple of points off of it for that reason. I think it's beautiful, and mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating a lot of what it shows. But I, yeah, it's also verging on a commercial for this working farm Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i I, yeah i feel like they're they're not telling us the whole story 
But <laughs> <laughs> overall, I still I found it a, a really interesting and beautiful movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, this not to harp, continue to harp on that, but you know, you know, I've thought about this sort of thing even before watching this movie, mm-hmm. and one of the things I've that's sort of been a big spanner in the works has been healthcare mm-hmm. and the healthcare system we have here in the states, which is you know you need health insurance really. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do have the open market now, but I mean that stuff isn't cheap. Mm-hmm. Healthcare isn't cheap. Mm-hmm. So my thing is like, okay, like you quit your job and you go and you do this. Where what happens when you get sick? And everybody at some point, I mean, has to deal with something medical unless you're mm-hmm. very, very, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so my whole thing is like, how how would I afford healthcare? How do they afford healthcare? Well, and they have a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of a spoiler toward, toward the end, but yeah, they they you know they eventually have a kid too. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So those are all the questions I have. and um, They do have a lot of info. I haven't spent a great deal of time at it, but they do, they do hawk their website, thebiggestlittlefarmmovie.com. Mm-hmm. And you can go there and there's more information about it. And I guess if you're ever out in wherever this is, California, you can tour the Apricot Lane Farms. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, it does skip over that. that that's sort of... Um, my ding against it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it does feature some very sweet animals. There's like Emma. Oh yeah, there's, Emma the pig. And yeah, there's. Do we all, see the rooster? All of these character, all these farm animals become you know characters that you love and care about. And oh yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 good, and and it also reminded me, it put me in mind, sort of in a really tangential sense of uh, this old British show that we used to watch uh, from the seventies. We didn't watch it in the seventies, but you know, it's called <laughs> the good the good life in England. Or Neighbors here in the U.S. and that's a really it's about a couple who decides to do urban farming, right. quit their jobs and just do urban <laughs> farming in their yard and yeah, um, be self sufficient. Yeah. yeah. Again, though, I have a host of questions <laughs> about how that works. But yes, uh, I, well, I feel like ironically, I feel like that show gave us more details into how they actually did that. Oh yeah. Than this movie, at least the finances. Right. <laughs> so, what do you give this out of ten? Um, I'm going to give it an eight. I, I really, really enjoyed it, despite you know some misgivings. Yeah, I would give it. I was going to give it an eight and a half, but you've kind of talked me down a little bit, so <laughs> I'll give it an eight as well. So our score is an eight, and it's a certified fresh ninety percent on the tomato meter. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check it out if you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>